to Hanging in the Nest with your host, Josh DeHawk Alonzo and Max the Turkey Rubenstein. football championship week this is the hawk gonna be a dad in 2022 and the turkey gonna be a dad in 2022 oh my god we're gonna be dads the first time in the same year and you can't teach that you can not pretty crazy with what's going on now i will also say to you josh my zoom have stopped working for the moment so i cannot see you i see only a black screen Oh, I can see you fine, actually. It's weird. Excellent. It's definitely my computer, but we will push on. Josh, how are you feeling heading into championship week? Well, so so obviously for starters, I made it. Obviously, that's kind of a big deal. Um, You know, it's pretty wild overall. I'm I'm thrilled to be here two years in a row. Um, I received a text from my opponent, Michael Gonzalez, this morning, uh, wishing me good luck. I wished him good luck. So there was no love lost between us, uh, which is great. Um, there was just respect and mutual admiration for one another, and we want the best man to win. I hope it's me. He hopes it's him, and we're leaving it at that, man. That's it. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, when somebody says the phrase, no love loss, I think they that means they hate each other. Oh, is that it? Did I get that phrase wrong? I could be wrong, but I feel like people say that when people do hate each other. But, but I didn't mean I it that Listen, but, you're a champion. I ain't, I'm not there, so whatever you say goes. Listen, you know, it's uh, – I, I got a lot of things on my mind. I got two titles to fight for. I'm also in the finals for Dynasty. Anything else you want to say? Almost, you know, you're going to be a dad. You're two championships. I mean, can life be any better for Josh Alonzo right now? No. Well, hopefully by next week I win two titles, and then it would – nothing would touch that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm in for that, you know? Wow. What fact do you got for us today, Maxie? All right, I got a boatload of facts because it was a fun week. Now, I will let you know, week 16 was okay. It wasn't as bad as week 15. And it's crazy. There was a lot of crazy firsts that happened in week 16. So let's start off with the first one. Joe Burrow, monster game. With Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, and T. Higgins, they all have over 4,000 yards for Burrow, 1,000 for Mixon, 1,000 for Chase, 1,000 for T. Higgins. This is the first time in NFL history to have a team to have a 4,000-yard passer, two 1,000-yard receivers, a 1,000-yard rusher, all under the age of 25. So it is pretty amazing. This is definitely history right there. Um, Let's talk about the Dolphins. The Dolphins became the first team ever to have a seven-game losing streak and a seven-game winning streak in the same season. That is insane, totally nuts, and they're in the. I think they're in a playoff spot right now, where they're right there. They're yeah, yeah, they're right there. Yep. And then finally, let's talk about Notre Dame because who doesn't like Notre Dame and the quarterbacks that have come out of Notre Dame? 
Notre Dame quarterbacks have now lost 24 straight NFL starts. This is the longest streak by any quarterbacks that's gone to any school since 1950. And yes, Josh, to answer your question, I do have the quarterbacks listed, starting with Brady Quinn, who has lost four straight. Jimmy Clausen, who has lost four straight. 15 from Deshaun Kaiser. And on Monday night, the first one for Ian Book. Add them all up, 24 straight losses for Notre Dame quarterbacks. I mean, that's uh, that's a stat right there. That is a stat. I don't even know what to say to that. That's pretty wild. So, Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's pretty wild. So Notre hopefully Dame the next Dame. quarterback that comes out of Notre Dame to start a game, you know, does something, maybe wins. Yeah, and, you know, I felt bad for Ian Book. I don't think it was his fault. You know, like he's like a fourth-string quarterback trying yeah. to do something oh. against that defense, you know, pretty brutal. Absolutely, so. of course, I get it. But I will say, the, watching the pregame, they were talking up uh, Ian Book pretty good. So I was – I don't know where that was coming from, first of all. And then, yeah, he got – got by the Dolphins. All right. Let's get into it this week. News of the week. Kind of weird, Max. Is like basically like people can play football again even if they have had COVID recently. Like, not sure I fully understand like some of the new rules. There's a five day period, but all I will say is because it's like way, there's like way too many people that have been on and off the list. But just keep an eye on it. Like, I, I think you have to watch your lineups this week because you just don't know. Yeah, um, I mean that is a hundred percent. I literally wrote COVID new rules. People coming and going from the list. It's too much to keep up. People keep coming off, going on. I don't get the new rule, but it's the same thing that's happening in, like, the United States. And, yeah, I mean, America's going to America right now. But that's a different topic. Yeah. So, other than that, I have – looks like Big Ben will retire at the end of the season. Yep. Yep. So, that that's, you know, good for him. Hell of a career. Happy he, uh, you know, can go out the way he wanted to go out. And, um, you know, they're – Doing okay. They're doing okay. Oh, sorry, sorry. Hit the wrong button, people. Um, they're doing okay to finish out the year. Um, Adrian Peterson's career is most likely over as he ends up on the IR. Um, and a lot of big names are returning. So if you're a Cook owner, an Eckler owner, a Kelsey owner, um, a DeAndre Swift owner, um, you're, you know, there are some big names that could be coming back this week, which could be huge for a lot of players. Yeah. I mean, that is all good things. But there are some negatives, like you were talking about. James Robinson tore his Achilles. And all yep. of a sudden, Travis Etienne comes back into people's minds. It's very interesting. I don't know how to spell Etienne's name, so I just wrote literally yeah. E-T-N-N. Because I figured, I like you know, that works. Um, Adam Thielen on the IR with ankle surgery. Miles Sanders broke a hand. Should be okay. I don't think he's going to play this week, but he should be okay maybe. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is hurt again, and Jimmy Caroppolo has a hurt thumb. Uh, he may miss this week, but he's pretty confident he's going to play. So we'll see what happens there. All right. Very good. Let's get into a recap. Max, I'm sad to say I beat you this week, but I beat you because you lost. Um, yeah. I, I went 6-0, and and you went 5-1 and this week. Um, solid way to almost end the year here. Uh, I don't have the total totals, but I, we've been pretty good all year. Um, yeah. Stardom, Sidham, we were three and three. Nice. Um, so both of us did okay there. Um, I did not hit uh, my DraftKings bet, but I did hit for $1.50 in my DraftKings lineup. 
Nice. Very nice. I also had a good week as well, DraftKings wise. I won six fifty, which was awesome. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's not six hundred and fifty. I want to make sure people are aware. Yeah, yeah, it's I know. Six dollars and fifty cents, which is great. Um, bets did not work. I went three and one on Sunday, and the Houston Texans took me out and beat the Chargers, which is crazy. It took a lot of people out that one. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Moving on, let's get into our final week. Let's do it. Let's start with Scogs versus Ferry, I guess, because, like, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, let's start with the ones that don't matter. We don't have to talk too much about it. I'm picking John to be Ferry. Who knows yep. if they'll even look at the lineups. Ferry's got a bunch of people out. So, yeah, I think John, Jalen Hurts playing Washington is going to be a good matchup. Yes. Uh, so I'm going with John as well, so we're good there. All right, let's get into the loser side of the bracket first. Joe versus DK, which really – Billy, I think, versus DK, if you think about it, because Joe, I think, gave Billy his first round pick, if I'm not mistaken. So if Joe wins, he'll be giving a first round pick, first overall pick to Billy Fox. Dang, I did not know that. I was not aware. I'm going to double check that right now. Hold on. That is pretty crazy. Um, But yeah, while you check that, I'm looking at the matchups. That's accurate, by the way. Wow. So if Joe wins, Billy wins. Joe wins, Billy wins, and Billy would have his pick, which would be a top, would be number one. He'll pick one, four, and either 11 or 12, depending on how I finish. So Billy will be in great shape next year. Wow. Good. Good way for him to hopefully come back. Having said that, looking at the matchups, I like DK this week. So I do. I just think DK's got enough in there to hopefully get it done. Joe had an amazing matchup from Joe Burrow. Um, not going to happen this week. Um, so I am going DK. Yeah, this was tough, but uh, I'm riding Team America. I'm riding high. I'm going with Joe. I feel like I kind of back in some players that I like and have in different leagues. Um, and I just think Burrow is going to have a good enough game. Zeke's going to go against Arizona. I think Mixon will be good with Burrow there in that combo. And don't sleep on Cooper Cup, man, as always. I think he's going to kill it. It's close, but I'm going Joe. Okay. Yeah, first difference. All right, next up, Abe versus Hinchy, the battle for third. Abe had a very disappointing showing. Hinchy didn't matter what he did. points on him. Wow. Yeah, Yeah. very unlucky for Hinchy. Um, But keep your train up, Hinchy. I got you winning third place. Me too, me too. You know, I just think Stafford is going to be fine. Dalvin Cook is back. There was a little bit of DK Metcalf last week. Um so, yeah, I think I think Hinchy's got enough. Um, and I will say, depending on how you look at it, Hinchy's got a lot of late players, a lot of late game players. So, you know, Abe could be done and it could be a pretty big wide, you know, pretty wide margin. And we'll see what Hinchy's team does late. Yeah, I'm very – it's going to be uh, interesting. But, yes, I do like Hinchy to pull this one out for sure. All right, Josh, here we go. You tell Are me, you man. Are yourself to win the championship? A million percent. I got to back the squad. I mean, listen, they I've overcome so much. Derrick Henry, Swift being hurt. Leonard Fournette hurt. Brown suspended. Like, I mean, everybody is just, like, all over the map. Gordon in a timeshare. Didn't matter. I got here, and I will ride high and die 
with Josh freaking Allen. Is the guy I need in life. He's got a great first name. And we're riding with the Allen train all the way here. He's going to have a big game against Atlanta. Jalen Waddle's a beast. On my RBs, it will depend on who plays. Um, but uh, Cooper in, Brown in, Swift is probably going to be in. It's really going to come down to whether I mean Harris, Edmonds, or Daryl Williams. I could end up backing at one of the receivers. A lot of options, a lot of choices. But MG's got to. Yeah, I mean, looking at your team, I mean, Josh Allen versus Atlanta, I think the only issue will be is does he play enough to keep putting up the points? Because that could I'll be a big so. blow out there. Yeah, Swift could play. Kelsey, you got back. Um, and then Ronald Jones versus the Jets. Literally, the Jets suck, especially right. against the run game. He could have a good game. The backup, I think it's uh, – who had that long one? Keyshawn Vaughn, I think his name is. Um he had one run last week. I could see him having a, a game in just garbage time um, as well. But, yes, uh, because I figured you'd pick you, it wouldn't be fun if I didn't pick against you. So, you know what? Let's go, MG. Let's see what happens. I don't want a back-to-back Delta Chi Fantasy Football Championship. I don't think it's happening. I don't think it's ever happened before. I'm not sure. It definitely has. It definitely has. You think it has? Oh, maybe Abe. Abe had a bunch of Abe championships. Abe definitely has definitely. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what? I was looking at MG's team. You know, Austin Eckler's back. Maybe he puts Dak in versus Arizona. You know, Chase and Lamb are there. Taylor. You know, MG's team, like you said, is good. This is going to be a good matchup. This ain't going to be a game where you're going to just – you automatically win. You know, this is definitely going to be tough. Um, I will say, not that it matters to anybody, but MG did beat me in fantasy baseball this year. So if he does win, that's two championships in a year for football and baseball, which is pretty great for him. Um, so, yeah, let's see what happens. Yeah, very curious. It's going to be a hell of a match. I'm excited. I made it here. Win or lose, I'm here. So I got to the game. Now it's up to fate. So yeah, that's all you can do. Just I will advice, man. Keep checking, keep looking. You never know what COVID will do. Just right. keep on taking care of it. Yep. Keep on keeping on. All right, let's get into some. I got RBs for you this week, Max. You ready? I am ready. Bring it on. Let's end on a Re- good note. Rex Burkhead against the 49ers, I think. Yes. Well, Rex has a pretty solid first name. I don't know if that's really his first name, but yeah, let's start Rex Burkhead. That's crazy. It's 2021, almost 2022, and I'm starting Rex Burkhead. Um, super weird, but you know what? He crushed it last week. Not a bad matchup. Let's see what happens. Next up, tough matchup, but again, you got to start certain players. Michael Carter against Tampa. How could you? Like, how could you realistically start this kid? Um, against Tampa. Tampa Bay doesn't allow anybody to run on the ground. It's like the exact opposite uh, of the Jets. If you were in a championship game, how could you start him? You got to put him on the bench. All right. Last up, he's been solid fantasy hero all year, but he's got to play the Buffalo Bills. I'm talking about Cordell Patterson. All right. So here's a fun fact for you. I don't have the fact in front of me, but the Bills are not as great recently against the run. Okay, I don't have numbers in front of me, but I am starting Corduroy Patterson. Okay, he's going to have a good week. They're going to need him to have a good week. Um, Again, it's one of those things. 
try to keep it as close as possible so your stars still play. So we'll see what happens. But I'm starting Cordero Patterson. Going to have a good game. All right. Give All right. QBs. Let's get into those QBs right at the top. Number one, he was a star last week. Joe Burrow versus Kansas City. Are Started. you starting Joe Burrow? You are? 100%, man. Whoa. I'm, I'm all about the Burroughs Bengals, baby. They're legit. He's legit. They're going to air it out. They're fighting for their playoff lives. Joe Burrow, he's not going to have 500 passing yards, but he has a big game, and he'll make the top 12. Okay. All right. Next one. He's going against your Dallas Cowboys. Kyler Murray. Are bench Kyler Murray. Wow. If you have an option to bench him, I'd bench him. If you were like MG and you had Dak Prescott and Mahomes, then it's easy. Yeah. But, like, Dallas's D is playing quite well. He's got no D-hop. Like, that's a big problem, okay? You're not sure about James Conner yet. So, Edmonds is also questionable going into today. Like, a lot of question marks. I don't like it. And my Cowboys D looks legit. So, sit Kyler Murray. Yeah, man. If you have the balls to sit Kyler Murray, like, hypothetically, if you're in the championship and he's your quarterback who got you there, oof, God bless you. God bless you. Yeah, I agree. All right. Last one for the quarterbacks on prime time Sunday night, Kirk Cousins versus Green Bay. I'm going to start Kirk Cousins. He does decent against Green Bay. He's had some decent matchups. I like it. I think the Packers are good, obviously, on defense. They've been playing well. This is a gut call. I'm going Kirk Cousins. Start him. All right. Two starts in a sit. You're going to see a trend in a little bit for my next ones. All right, give me some wide receivers. I'm starting off with Odell Beckham Jr. against the Ravens. OBJ, start him, okay? Definitely be good. You know, don't forget about him. Cooper Cup gets all the things, but Baltimore is so hurt. The defense is not what it used to be, and they're missing someone else who's been a starter all year who's not going to play because of a chest injury. It just gets worse. Start OBJ. All right, next up, Christian Kirk against the Cowboys. Now, if you're sitting Kyler Murray, I think I got to sit Christian Kirk, okay? he's He is the only one, like you said. You know, he is the number one receiver right now, but really tough matchup. Dallas looks good, man. Dallas looks good. Finally, I'm sticking that Buffalo game. I'm going Russell Gage against Buffalo. He's been hot, had a rough game last week. You might have to start him. Depends where you are in the league. I'm benching him in Dynasty. Yeah, I think you got to sit him, okay? Yeah, I mean – if I have to start him because of an injury, I'll start him. But that's the only way I'd start him. Yeah, you sit him. He's just – I will say Buffalo's not good against the run, but that for, uh, the back cornerbacks uh, and safeties there for Buffalo are still good. Yeah, you got to sit Russell Gage. All right. Tight All right. ends. Tight ends. Let's start with C.J. Uzama versus Kansas City. Your boy. Sit him. Sitting Uzama. Didn't have a good week last week. He's very inconsistent. I would. There's other guys like, for example, if I had Gerald Everett, who I benched last week, I would start Everett in, over Uzama in that kind of comparison. Okay. Now I said you would notice a trend. Kyler Murray's tight end, Zach Ertz versus Dallas. Oh, I would start Ertz actually here. Um, the Cowboys do have some points at tight ends. He's going to have to do a lot of dump-off passes, I think, because he's going to get a lot of pressure from my boy Micah Parsons. So I think Ertz will be okay because of that. Okay. Not bad. And then finally, last but not least, Kurt Cousins' tight end. Ty Conklin versus Green Bay. 
Sit him. He's too inconsistent. I don't like it. Tight ends are so hard, but I don't like Conklin. He's like one game he's got 20, the next game he's got nothing. So, like, I don't like that. I'm looking for the guy who gets me seven or eight points each week. Again, Gerald Everett's a name I really like out there. If he's available in your leagues and you don't have a tight end like Travis Kelsey like I do or a Dallas Goddard or a Kaziki, you'll get Everett. Okay, not bad. And I will say I picked the quarterbacks and the tight ends all the same. You had two starts and a sit for quarterbacks, and you have two sits and a start for tight ends, and they flip-flop, which is very yes, interesting. Very interesting. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. All right. You want to do a bet first? You want to do DraftKings? Dude, let's get that bet in. All right. All right. So I'll start, it. I'll start it off. Let's do it. Okay. So I got a four-way bet. Um, it's going off at, I think, 1,200. So I got the Eagles minus three and a half versus Washington. Washington is just – they fell off the face of the earth. Eagles are looking okay. So, yeah, give me the three and a half for the Eagles. The Patriots are playing the Jags, and the Jags are getting 16 points. I got to figure that I think the Jags will be able to keep this. I mean, not even not even close, but they'll be able to keep those 16. So give me the Jags plus 16. Um, the Bucks are getting are minus 12 and a half versus the Jets. This will be a blowout. I can tell you that. So I'll take the Bucks minus 12 and a half. And then the last one in a high-scoring game, I'm taking the over 46.5 in the Rams-Ravens game. Okay, a lot of points to be scored there. You know, depending on which quarterback goes for Baltimore, I do think they'll be able to put up points. So, yeah, give me over 46.5. All right. I went a, kind of went a little crazy here. Starting off with Tampa Bay, minus 12 and a half against the Jets. Yeah, no brainer there. Yeah, that one's a good one. Um, some of these bets are definitely focused on, like, my players slightly. Um, I got Atlanta. Against Buffalo, I'm taking the 14 points. I think they'll keep it close. Um, if I have to start Russell Gage, I need them scoring. So maybe the 14, I think they'll, they'll stay in there. Okay. The Chargers, I'm doing minus six and a half. Um, they're playing, I'm blanking right now. Denver, I'm pretty sure. Denver. Yeah, I think the Chargers are due for a bounce back game after that one. And I am absolutely taking my Dallas Cowboys minus six against the Cardinals. They are by far the better team and should win and fight for that potential buy in the first round. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be close, man. Atlanta. Let's talk about not Atlanta, I'm sorry. Arizona man has fell off the face of the earth. I don't know what happened. It just doesn't look good there. I think they're going to hope to god, you know, playoffs get here soon though they can maybe rest a little bit. I think you got to fire Cliff Kingsbury. I don't think he's the right coach. Come on. I mean, they're still going to make the playoffs. I'm pretty sure they clinched last week. Yeah, it's just he's not the right coach, though. He's like, I mean, I don't think they're gonna fire him this year, but I, I, I don't think he's the right guy. I think you need a different offense for, for that that team um, than to have, and like, it, it's yeah, we'll see. I'm curious, see what happens there. Okay. Uh, all right, let's get into some DraftKings. I'll go first this time. I'm starting off with my boy, the one, the only, Josh Allen. You give me Allen, Allen all day. He's gonna drop a forty bagger. Okay. Next up. We're going with Ronald Jones, okay? Again, I'm sticking with my team here. Give me some Ronald see Jones. That. I do see that. Okay, next I'm going Devin Singletary. I'm sticking in that Buffalo theme. I think he's going to have a big game there. After that, I'm starting a wide receiver Ivan Dynasty. His name is Amon St. Brown. This kid is dirty. doesn't matter who his quarterback is. Absolutely a stud. I'm sticking with you, Max, and I'm going to start Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to start him up against the Ravens. I'm going to take DJ Moore with Sam Darnell over there, starting as a quarterback again. I like that. 
Next, I'm going with Gerald Everett. I mentioned him a bunch. He'll be good at tight end this week. I'm taking Daryl Williams. Not in my lineup yet, but there's a good chance if Edward Tillier is ruled out, he's going in. Whoa. Uh, and I'm taking the Titans defense this week. Uh, they are playing. Titans are playing Miami. Playing Miami. Yeah, Miami's defense is good. I could see this being an extremely low-scoring game. Um, even as good as Miami looked against the Saints, a lot of Jalen Waddle, which I think he'll get open and be okay. But if you look at two of his numbers, they weren't anything special. He was an RB committee. Um, I just think this is going to be like a game where someone's going to win like 14 to 10, you know, and I think it's enough in the DraftKings when you're looking for like a cheaper defense to get a few points. All right. So I'm sure everybody knows I am off from school this week. So I had some time on my hands. So I did some stuff. Okay. I have to tell you, I made two DraftKings lineups. One of them I actually kind of care about. The other one, I wanted to see how low, can I, how much money can I have left to make a lineup that's that's okay, but really crappy. So let's let's listen. Hear me out over here. So at quarterback, let's go Davis Mills versus San Francisco. Wow. wow. Just, just hear me out, man. He's actually been okay. You know what? He's okay, and I do think the Texans are starting to think maybe we focus somewhere else in the draft. So I, I have Mills, heard that as well. I have heard yeah. that, that he is not going to reach on a quarterback. They think Mills, at least for another he, year, could be worth keeping. So, yeah. I think San Francisco could be a good matchup. So, Davis Mills as my quarterback. At running back, Boston Scott versus Washington. And we talked about before, Rex Burkhead versus San Francisco. At wide receiver, let's go Braxton Berrios against Tampa Bay. Zay Jones, who's still in the league for the Raiders, if people did not know, versus Indy. And Byron Pringle versus Cincinnati. My tight end from those Houston Texans is, I think his first name is Brevin Jordan, who's getting it going. Um, my flex is going to be Michael Gallup versus Arizona. And my defense is going to be the Giants versus Chicago. doesn't really matter who's quarterbacking there. They both suck. And I had a grand total of $12,500 left to make that lineup. So not too shabby there. But let's get into the real deal, Josh. I also want to do something fun in this lineup. And everybody with the last name Brown is in my lineup. So A.J. Brown, <laughs> Antonio Brown, Amra St. Brown, and Marquise Brown are all in this lineup. I love I'm it. going with I'm going with Tom Brady as my quarterback versus the Jets. I love Devin Singletary versus Atlanta. I like Boston Scott versus Washington, so I kept that one going. Okay. I picked CJ Uzama, which is interesting as you have him as sitting, but the Chiefs are susceptible to the middle, and I think that's where he will do damage. And then my defense. Okay. What? I said, yep, I get that. Makes sense. Yep. And then my defense on the opposite side, let's go to the Bears versus the Giants. So let's see what happens here. I love this lineup. It'll be really fun if all the Browns go off. And we can really say, what can Brown do for you? That's true. That is true. Oh. All right. All right. I like it. All right. So let's get into our top 10. We'll finish off the show. Nice and quick, short and sweet, folks. Uh, we're doing the 10 disappointments. Yep. Um. Now, I base this list heavily on a couple different things. I would say the bottom of my list is preseason ranking versus where they are today. 
Um, the top list is a little bit of that for me, but also just like people I drafted, I'm just furious. <laughs> like, yeah, really let me down for a lot of reasons. So um, now before you start, did you do this based off our league or just in general? Oh, I did our league. I thought that was just okay. Yeah, That's yeah. fine. Okay. Yeah, I did the okay. same thing. I just wanted to make sure we kind of had the same idea for this. But yes, these are the players who were drafted basically way too early. Yeah, and I just did, I did preseason rankings. I didn't do the actual round they were drafted in. I wanted to use like Absolutely. rankings. Well, okay. if it's, hopefully, if it's similar, I can help you out. Um, I also did the round, but I also did who drafted them as well. Uh, I, I just like focused on the player because I was like more like yeah. So I'll start, I guess, um, and with my ten number ten, I'm going Julio Jones. Um, you know, there was a lot of talk and excitement about Julio coming in. He was preseason ranked 48. He's at 302 on the year. Like, wow. think about that. And, like, all the hype coming in with him, he's getting Tannehill who came off a huge year. He, again, couldn't stay healthy. He hasn't scored. Like, it's just been a disaster for him. And it's amazing what the Titans have been able to survive the way they have with this situation. With Henry out, Julio out, they lost their third and fourth string receivers. Brown has not been healthy. But Julio, big letdown at number 10 for me. I will also say a lot of wide receivers on the list over running back. A lot of wide receivers I have. Number nine. Okay. Another guy I was like all excited for. I drafted him in a few different leagues. Okay. He got an old quarterback back. So I'm thinking, oh my God, why not draft Robbie Anderson? Huge mistake. Okay. Huge mistake. He has been in a total letdown. He's sitting at 191. He was drafted in the top 70 of players in most leagues. That is insane to me. Like, again, and that's why I didn't do our rounds because technically we have keepers. It's a little misleading in my mind. That in most leagues is somewhere around the sixth round, end of the fifth. Some people were probably drafting this guy. He's sitting at almost 200 in his as, uh, current state value, which is just sad to me. Number eight, we're going Kenny Galladay. Again, another receiver, huge letdown. They're like, oh, they signed this guy. Beast in, it, uh, in the Lions for a long time. He's sitting at over 250 as his current position. Draft position was at 78, so huge letdown there. Number seven, I'm sticking with the receivers right now. This one's a little bit different. I'm going with DeAndre Hopkins. Top receiver, one of the top receivers in the league. He was drafting the first round in our league. He, he, a little unhealthy, I understand, but like he came out so hot. That first game, would he have three touchdowns, if I remember correctly, has done almost nothing since. Huge letdown, part of the decline of the Cardinals in general. I think it can be attributed to him. And my sixth guy really could have been higher on my list. But again, the top five for me all have a connection to my rosters in different leagues. So number six, I went with Barkley. Okay, Saquon at 165 currently. You got to feel bad for Saquon. I think he's um, overused in the beginning and has had a tough time getting healthy. Um, and I don't know if he'll ever live up to the hype, sadly, you know, but he, he's on that list for me there at number six. Yeah, Saquon Barkley, man. I mean, give this guy like an offensive line. Give him a quarterback. Something. Something. Yeah, I mean, I have to tell you, man, Devontae Booker or whatever the guy's name is looks way better than Saquon. He looked way better. Yeah. All yeah. right. So let me give you my top ten. We definitely did this a little differently, um, but – here we go. Number 10, I'm going Kyle Pitts. He was drafted in the fourth round by mm -hmm. John. 
Okay, he has 194, 149 yards and a touchdown. You can get that from any tight end, right? You know, way later on, you know, and anything like that. So in the fourth round, Kyle Pitts. I understand keeper leagues, all those things, but yeah, Kyle Pitts. The hype was there, and this kid just sank. But yeah, it's funny I say that, and yet he's close to breaking the tight end record for a rookie. So that's it, how much tight ends think. It's man. so yeah, it's so weird. But let's keep on moving. Number nine. I'm going Mike Davis. Okay, huge year last year. Everybody was riding it. He was drafted in the third round by Jason. 677 total yards and three touchdowns. I don't think anybody expected Corduroy Patterson to take off like he did. Mike Davis looks like a totally different player than he was for Carolina. So I am putting him at number nine. Number- and just real quick on, on Mike Davis, there's early reports that he, cause he signed a two-year deal. They, they mostly don't think he'll be on the team next year. Wow. Yeah. There's, there's, there's talk that there's like, why would you have him on the roster? Like, I mean, they had go, three go, they go had get every, somebody else and let Patterson yeah. do things still, you know? But I will say also, they had every chance to draft somebody, even with Mike Davis there. And they chose not to. So, yeah, I don't know there. Number eight, we talked about it a little bit. I'm going Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I know he's dealt with a lot of injuries. He was drafted in the second round by Ferry, has put up 577 yards and four touchdowns, okay? He just doesn't look like the player I think the Chiefs hoped he would be when they drafted him in the end of the first round. Um, you know, like you said, I think you said Darrell Williams, if that's the guy on the team. Um, yeah. He just better. They trust him more, especially to catch, uh, catch out of the backfield, and it's going to be interesting. We'll see what happens, and he's, again, dealing with injury. Number seven, you mentioned him. My first pick in – or my first draft pick disappointment in this list, but Robbie Anderson in the fourth round. I believe I made the team – the draft stop so I can't pick Robbie Anderson. I'm not sure if I remember that. Um, but, yeah, 459 and four touchdowns. He is not on my team anymore. Robbie Anderson sucked. So, Robbie Anderson, number seven. Number six, I'm going Kenny Galladay as well. You mentioned it before. In the fifth round by Joe, 499 yards and has the same amount of touchdowns as you and me, which is zero. He has one game with six or more receptions. Just, yeah, all this hype about him coming over there, giving Daniel Jones another wide receiver and just has done nothing. I know he's dealt with injuries, but, yeah, Kenny Galladay looks iffy there in the fifth round. All right. This got a little tough for me, this list. And I, I will tell you the top five, I said a little personal, but I kind of, you know, I agree that our lists are slightly different, but I think it's in the same vein. You know what I mean? But my number five, I went with Travis Kelsey. Hear me out first. Wow. Okay. Hear me out. He is tight end number two. Okay, he's tight end number two. But the games when he's been bad, it's been real bad. And when you start Travis Kelsey, okay, you're basically – he's drafted in the first round in most leagues. He was drafted in the first round in this league. I gave up a first-round pick and a seventh for him and Fournette. Fournette was the better player from the time I drafted him than over Kelsey. Yep. So for where you drafted Kelsey in relation to the other players around him, okay, if you just look at – let's take QBs out of the scenario for just a second. Okay. Guys like Austin Eckler, first-round guy. He sits at number three in our league. Okay, Kelsey's towards 
the back half of that, right, of the top 25. So he's guys like that are up there. Jonathan Taylor was drafted in most leagues in the second round. He's number two in these positions. Like, you don't get the same consistency. Tariq Hill, his teammate, high run. So I'm just a little disappointed because I think when you look at the tight ends, Mark Andrews is tight end number one. Okay, Kelsey is tight end two and has a lead. But week over week, if you could have drafted, let's say I'm making it up, because after that it gets close, Dalton Schultz in God knows what round, and then you were able to pick up Austin Eckler or Jonathan Taylor who has a similar ADP as Travis Kelsey, you're way better off than probably taking someone like, I don't know who I'm about to mention in a second, Robert Woods in the second round with Travis Kelsey, and your whole team would have been a disaster. So just think of that's why Kelsey's on my list. I think he's – I don't think he's worth a first-round pick if the way the Chiefs are going to play football is going to change, and it looks like it is. I think it's going to be very hard to draft him consistently in round one. Uh, Number four, I went with Robert Woods. So he was taken in the third round of our draft. I called this out. Like, you know, Joe took Cooper Cup. God bless you, Joe. You nailed it right. Um, ACL tear. Cooper – Robert Woods – was not a factor in this lineup, and I don't understand it. I mean, he had a couple of decent games, but Van Jefferson became a thing. I mean, he became a thing in this lineup. Tyler Higby's had some random odd games. The running back do well as well. Woods just never amounted to that draft stock, and all the hype throughout the year, and the next three guys I mentioned are going to be hype-related as well, um, had a lot of hype coming in. People like he could be like the, one of the top five receivers off the board um, Robert Woods, a bit of a letdown. I'll pick up the pace a little here. Number three, I'm going with Chris Carson. Okay, I've relied on you too much in my life, Chris Carson. I apologize. I can't draft you anymore. You can't stay healthy. Even in the games that he was good, he was getting a lot of touchdowns, did not have a lot of yards. I, I don't know if that's a Seattle thing. Carson's a bit of a letdown. Number two, I'm going with your guy, Max, Antonio Gibson, man. Okay. <laughs> Everyone talks about how he's going to start catching the ball in the backfield. He could be a top 10 play. could be a top five play. The hype train was real. I traded for him in another league. And I love Antonio Gibson, but the hype doesn't match the success of Antonio Gibson. Solid RB2, but he was being drafted as a top 10 RB. Mm -hmm. RB1 status did not amount to anything there. Big letdown. Number one. And I do apologize for this one for for because it's he's going through some things. But Calvin Ridley, mm. prior prior oh, to the blaming the mental health, but prior to the mental health issues, okay, the Atlanta Falcons could not get him the ball. Okay. Before that game, he had in our league 7, 15, 10, 11. Then he had a 10-point game. But in those games, okay, he had 13, 10 targets. He's some catches. But for what he was doing with Julio there, the idea that he could replace Julio and step up in the games that he did play, he did nowhere near the production that he should have had. If you look at last year versus when Julio was there and not there. So he was a bit of a letdown. And again, I'm not disagreeing with the mental health thing, but he went with Calvin really went in rounds two and three of most drafts. Um, and, he, you know, he games this season. So that if you look at the grand scheme of how things played out, he is elected. Wow. Pretty solid list. I don't know how I missed Robert Woods, so I am going to let you know I totally missed that. And yes, <laughs> you are 100% right. He, even before, I think he tore his ACL, if I remember correctly, but even before that, he was not producing, you know, like everybody thought. And, you know, if I don't know if you heard this little thing here, but 
every morning, Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford would have breakfast together. And Robert Woods did not. Now, I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, a new quarterback in town, you go see, say hi. Hey, I got you a bagel. And look at that. A love connection has began. So, you know, so, but yeah, I don't know how I've missed him. But let's get to my five through one. Number five. And again, this is strictly our league. Number five in the fourth round, drafted by Billy Fox, Trey Sermon. Whoa, that is a swing and a miss if I've ever heard of it. That's a great call. I forgot about him. That's how irrelevant he was. I forgot. <laughs> yes, I mean, Trey Sermon, man, in the fourth round, he had 167 and one touchdown. He only had three games with 10 or more rushes. I know he's dealing with either COVID or injuries or anything, but Kyle Shanahan seems to hate this kid. I don't know what he did, um, but he just, yeah, has done literally nothing. Number four, you talked about before, my boy, Saquon Barkley, drafted him in the first round. I knew I didn't want to. I was terrified. I was nervous. I had a mindset in, you know, I had a mindset of the draft to go running backs as hard as I possibly could. Um, And Saquon was there. I said, okay, let's pray to God. And he just has not performed. Um, Yeah, everything you said, you know, he's got four total touchdowns, like, I don't know, 800 total yards. Um, but, yeah, just the total, total flop. Number three, you mentioned him as well. Chris Carson, round one, MG, okay, three touchdowns. He had two of those touchdowns in one game. But Chris Carson, like you said, cannot stay on the field. He cannot stay healthy. You know, this was a simple neck injury that um, the coach said, oh, he'll be fine. They put him on the IR, and now we have not seen him since. Um, number two, I actually put Julio Jones here. Wow. Julio Jones in the third round by Billy Fox. And I checked this because I was like, you know what? If I remember correctly, maybe Billy Fox had a lot of draft picks early and he was starting to round out his team. I looked back, not the case. Julio Jones in the third round by Billy Fox has zero touchdowns and has missed a bunch of games, cannot stay on the field. Um, So, yeah, you talk about why Billy Fox is the team is where he is. In the fourth round, Trey Sermon. In the third round, Julio Jones. That is a big swing and a miss. And I don't think I even heard him on your list. Um, So number one, Allen Robinson. Okay. I drafted him in the second round. He is the third player that I drafted on this list. Um, Round two, he fell off the face of the earth. Okay. Has one touchdown this year. He had 11 targets in week one. So you're like, okay, you know what? He's got a chance and has not had another game with more than seven targets. He totally shit the bed. He flopped. Okay. Another player not on my team anymore. And you could just say like, it's, it's crazy. So yes, Alan Robinson ends my list as being the worst early pick in our league. Yeah, that's rough, man. He's, uh, even with a new coach there, I don't think I would, you know. And you know what the crazy thing is? Alan Robinson, God bless his soul, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Because he has done what he's done with the worst quarterbacks in the history of the world. Don't forget, Alan Robinson was in uh, Jacksonville. And I'm pretty sure Blake Bortles was there and a bunch of other crap. And he was producing. And he was great. Even last year for Chicago, he, he was pretty good. And the year before that, he was pretty good. And this year, just fell off totally fell off 
big letdown. Um, I mean, this is a good list. I mean, like, it's funny. It's like, as you kind of go through this, you're kind of like, you know what? I can, like, the list is big. You know, you really can make it like. Oh, oh yeah. You know, and it, it's interesting. And that's, that. you know, it decides your fate, man. Like, it really can decide your fate. One wrong move. I mean, I look at some of the, like, um, my early round picks in other leagues, and I'm just like, you know, if you make one, you know, I took Chris Carson in league over Cooper Cup. Like, that happened. Like. Um, I needed the RB in my head and I'm like, Oh, you know what? Carson's going to be solid. Uh, if I take Cooper cup, who knows? Maybe I'm in, in another final. I mean, it just, you just don't know. So. I mean, but, I have a couple, I have a couple honorable mentions before you go. Yeah. Uh, Zach Moss in the fifth round by Sean Ferry. Yeah. Tough. Tough. Another Sean Ferry in the sixth round, Michael Thomas, who was already going to miss weeks. And he missed the whole season. So, real question is: Will the Saints move on from him at the end of this year? If they tr- if they cut him or trade him, or I guess if they cut him, they would save eighteen million dollars, and they're over the cap to begin with. Wow! Yeah, the Saints are another team that could be looking not great for the uh, future. I will say though, when they were dealing with all this COVID, did you hear that they contacted Drew Brees to see if he would play a game? I heard the Colts were going to think about contacting Phil Rivers for the the, the yeah. chain. Yeah, it's nuts. That's so ah, crazy, crazy. Well, listen, everybody, good luck. If you're in the finals anywhere, you're playing anywhere in your daily lineups for one more week, at least the Hawk is still your champion. And it's been an honor and a hell of a year. Um, it's been wild because of COVID, but it's been an honor. And I hope that when we come back next week, that I will be a two top Delta Chi champion and just throwing it out there. Listen, you know, if, I lose for some reason. I will do what I'm supposed to do and show up next week no matter what. So just like you did, Max, I will show up. It's really hard sometimes to show up. I know. I know. So, all right, everybody, thank you. We will see you next week. Good luck. All right. Good luck, everybody. Later, bitches. 